Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God. And that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. I love the holidays. I'm sure you do too. But I do like to say that it can be the hardest work season for women of all ages. My mom worked hard at making the holidays special. She enjoyed it as much as we did. And I do the same, and I'm sure my three daughters will someday figure out how much work that is when they grow up and have their own homes and own families and their own extra relatives. I'm looking forward to being the guest someday and only having to bring the pies. And when I get too old, there's always Costco pies. The holidays often include extra people in the house and at the table. God is all about the holidays and hosting and hospitality. And we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning as we head into our biggest and usually most fun work season of the year. Not so much how to do hospitality, rather why we do hospitality. Why do I emphasize that? It's because the why keeps us going long after we've run out of steam and time and money. I heard Jill Briscoe say, hospitality is work, but somebody's got to do it. Today, I want to challenge the status quo, maybe your status quo, about what's the most important thing to God about the holidays. When I was a child, it was all about the presents. I'm afraid I passed that down to our children. It's not about the presents. It's not about the food. Oh, darn. It's not the decor. It's not family or even church. I've come to realize that the most important thing about the holidays, besides that Jesus is the centerpiece at your table, is that we get to invite someone to our table, maybe outdoors this year if it's not snowing wherever you live, someone we might not normally invite just because it's the holiday. We have this opportunity, an excuse really, to invite others to our homes as a means for them to begin to know God. Jesus said in Matthew 5, let me tell you why you are here. I love that, in case you wondered. You are here to be salt, seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. That's the underlying motivation of all our hospitality. Not only at Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter, God is the ultimate host year-round. And when we invite someone to our table on his behalf, 
He's delighted and glorified. And even if you have a culinary fail, like I did the other day, excuse me, with my very burnt chicken. One time I made chicken that calls for uh, white wine, but I didn't have white wine, so I used red wine, and it was very purple chicken. We still ate it. It still tasted good, but I would consider that a culinary fail. Even if you serve leftover coffee from breakfast and a piece of toast in the name of Jesus, you are a part of welcoming them to God. God is proud as punch. He's so glad you made the effort. And he will take your effort, like the two fish and five loaves, and multiply it for his kingdom. By the way, I do have a great punch recipe included in my holiday recipes packet. I'll post that in show notes. Try it out next time we get a rainy night and say, I'm doing this for you, Jesus, and I know you're proud as punch. All our hospitality reflects God's welcoming heart. But the great thing about the holidays is that we have a great reason to have someone over who may not normally be invited. One year we hosted a Christmas chocolate open house. I got the idea from my friend Robin. We'd gone to her house for a Christmas chocolate open house. Everyone brought chocolate. We invited 100 people and 50 came. It was a lot of chocolate. I did have one non-chocolate table and my friend Dee Dee Lise brought the birthday cake for Jesus. Chocolate, his favorite, of course. And I've been making it ever since on Christmas Eve. The guests were mostly colleagues from Mark's practice and neighbors whom I'd never had over. Bethany was two months old and slept through it all in the living room in her cradle. People would back up against it and go, there's a real baby in there. It was a lot of work. It was risk, yes. But it was a good work and a way to invite people into our homes and lives. You might try it this year. Dee Dee's deep dark chocolate cake recipe is on my website. As Jesus said, now that I've put you there on a hilltop on the light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. You didn't know that open houses were biblical, did you? Jesus said, now that I've put you there on a hilltop, shine. I want to tell you a story about my friend Debbie and how she started a family tradition in our family that lasted for 14 years. Early one December, I asked my friend Deb if she would pray for me, she's a prayer warrior, so that I would know what Jesus wanted for his birthday. I knew she would pray for me. A week before Christmas, I had a lot of leftover corn sausage chowder from dinner, that's also on my website. It's delicious. So I invited eight girlfriends over for soup and bread. It was easy, I just had to add another potato or two. At the table, I was complaining about the fact that although our oldest daughter, Bonnie, um, she was in kindergarten, her teacher was a lovely woman and we loved her. I had noticed that she had posters in her classroom of all the ways that people around the world celebrate Christmas but that none of the posters included the biblical Christmas celebration. That seemed odd to me. I was a new school mom, but I knew my rights. So I offered to teach the class the way that Christians celebrate Christmas. 
She refused. She didn't let me. She felt uncomfortable. I felt slighted and discriminated against. So, when I finished reporting this to my girlfriends around the table, my friend Debbie sitting to my left piped up. I know what you're supposed to give the baby Jesus for his birthday. I said, I just did. It's this luncheon. Debbie ignored me and said, you're supposed to give a birthday party for Jesus and invite everyone in Bonnie's class and all help. Now, let me tell you some advice. If you're going to give somebody a great suggestion, always end it with, and I'll help. I reminded my friend that Christmas was only a week away. I always do what Debbie says, however, and I had asked her to pray. But I only invited the girls in Bonnie's class. I only know how to do girls. We had 11 come. One mother called that afternoon and asked, will you be reading from the Bible? Now there's a question for you. That was the afternoon of the party. I didn't know her. I said this, we will be reading a Christmas storybook that is based on the Bible. Would you like to come? I know that was the Holy Spirit prompted me to invite her to come. She said yes. And my friend Sue came for the next several years. I planned a craft. I don't do crafts. I'm craft impaired. But Debbie is really good at crafts, and she helped. All the girls were asked to bring a baby gift to donate to the Crisis Pregnancy Center. All the moms got behind that idea. We sang Christmas carols. We had a story. Two friends came that day to read the story because I had laryngitis and I couldn't say a word. See how we need friends alongside of us to help us. I made a birthday cake for Jesus, and at the end we all sang happy birthday to Jesus. A tradition was born out of what had started as a negative situation. No mention of Jesus allowed in the classroom. I was upset about that. But God turned it upside down and made it a beautiful tradition. We hosted these parties, sometimes two back to back. Bonnie's friends the first hour, Bethany's friends the second hour. We did this for 14 years. One year when we didn't have walls in the early part of our remodel, a girlfriend gave me permission to not give the annual party. But my daughters insisted. So I just put on the invitation, wear a sweatshirt, it's cold in our house. The last time we did it, we invited some little girls we knew, and Mary Grace and her friends were the craft makers and the readers of the stories. It was precious. 14 years of celebrating Jesus' birth with crafts and glitter and presents for newborns and stories for kids who didn't go to church, but they would come to a party, all because I asked Debbie to pray, all because of an invitation all because of leftover soup. I want to challenge you, early December, begin praying, Lord Jesus, what is it you want for Christmas from me this year? After all, it is your birthday. And if you need to bring in the big guns, ask Debbie to pray for you, I'll let her know. If you are hesitant about doing hospitality, inviting children is a good way to get started. They don't mind the fact that your couch is shabby, and your chairs don't match, or that you don't have walls. They, le they leave a big mess. I know, 14 years of mess. 
Parties are messy, especially if you use glitter for the craft. But Jesus is proud as punch. He said, keep open house. Even with glitter and clutter and paste and food in the carpet, be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Let me know how it goes. I'll put some tips in the show notes. Happy December. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.